I'm pumped. I know Father Will is pumped. Mm-hmm. Also very mm-hmm. pumped to have an in-studio guest here for our first guest, and that being Dr. Susan Windley-Doust of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, right here at St. James Coffee with us. Up on the platform, we can see all the construction outside, and we're... It's beautiful. It's, in, it's inspiring us to talk about constructing the church, or renewing the church, or reconstructing, however you want to that was say smooth. it. That's smooth. That's great. Uh, <laughs> evangelization is what we're talking about this morning. Yes. And uh, again, welcome, uh, Dr. Susan. Thank you. And uh, we, we, again, want to talk a little bit about evangelizing, specifically millennials, and yeah. the search for goodness, truth, and beauty of the Catholic faith. Now, now, why highlight millennials over other generations? Yeah, I mean, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, I need to start this by saying I'm not a millennial because one of the things that I'm very sensitive to is that uh, when whenever you begin talking about a generation that's not your own, it, there's a little bit of a weirdness going on there. It's like, who are you to tell us what we think? And it's like, you know, I, I'm just knowing people and, and reading statistics and, and doing this work for a living. Um, but I am a Gen Xer, right? And I, I think often the best reason or the best uh, resource we have for talking to millennials is actually talking to millennials. But having said that, it is really important uh, that we put a lot of attention on evangelizing millennials because um, more than older generations, for sure, millennials tend to cover about age 20 to about age 36 right now. Um, these are the people who are drifting away from our Catholic faith, right? They are the generation that is most heavily populated when we hear about the rise of the nuns, the N-O-N-E-S, right? The people with no affiliation, who claim no affiliation um, to any faith. And um, it's not only important for them as individuals and as a generation, but obviously it's important because this is the group of people that are beginning to marry and build families and that sort of thing. So it has a big impact on their children as well. Um, so, you know, for their sake, for our sake as a church, as brothers and sisters in Christ, we really do need to pay a lot of attention. It's kind of why is this generation much more likely to drift um, than the older generations and to crack that nut and to really offer Christ to them in a way that, um, you know, their hearts want, that their souls crave for. So, Dr. Susan, you started off by you know, saying, you know, who am I? And we could say, you know, who are we? Uh, you know, to kind of tell millennials what to do. And, you know, that's, that's not necessarily what we're doing. But right. in talking with people of that generation, mm-hmm. in conversations, uh, there are some themes of needs, mm-hmm. uh, particular needs for the millennial generation uh, to be able to grow in their faith. Uh, what, what, are, what are some of those needs that seem to be unique to the millennial generation? Yeah, you know, the reason that we talk about generations at all is just because they tend to have certain formative experiences within the United States, right? And so when you speak to people who were formed, you know, at the turn of the millennium, hence the name, um, one of the things that really formed them was it was a period in the United States of some economic crisis, honestly. You know, people who are a little older than that tended to go to school and consider what they were going to do for a living. And in general, we're pretty confident they could make that happen. Millennials, a lot less so. So there's a lot more economic insecurity that's sort of built into this generation. You know, another piece is just the continuing rise of secularism 
Right. They've really been completely bathed in it from a very early age. And, you know, even if they were uh, going to church all their life, their parents brought them, they were catechized and so forth. I mean, that that's a huge influence that they're swimming in every other day of the week. It, it is for all of us, but more so for this generation than for the older generations. And it shows there's a tension in their lives about how to balance these uh, realities that they're receiving from different directions. So that's a need as well. It's like, you know, how, how am I Catholic in a culture that is so predominantly secular? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a great point. Uh, Dr. Susan Winley Doust with us talking about the millennials. How do we reach them? Uh, how can we um, evangelize them? Uh, win them for Christ? Win them back into the church? Uh, what are some things that millennials can do themselves to strive to grow deeper in their faith? Yeah, I mean, it's the same sort of things that, you know, all of us should be doing, right? Um, But they may be sort of new to them because they may have had the catechesis piece. uh, Hopefully, they've had the sacramental piece, right, Uh, that they're fully initiated in the church. But what they need to do is they really need to put as a first desire in their lives uh, finding and living out of that encounter with Jesus Christ, Right? It's really about that relationship and recognizing that the Catholic Church was offered to us, you know, ordained by Jesus Christ as a way to make it easier to come to him. We don't go to church to go to church. We go to church to encounter Christ. And a lot of people don't quite get that connection. So anything that millennials or any of us can do to really foster and grow in that encounter with Jesus Christ, to keep coming back to that well, because, you know, the Lord is infinite. We're we're never going to... uh, outdo God. It's like there's nothing else there, right? Um, So this could mean, you know, creating discipleship groups. Uh, There are all sorts of different ways to do this in terms of Bible studies and small groups are, are important because people need to find a place where it feels safe to dig deep, learn more, be vulnerable, be accountable to each other, um, and know that the Lord is in the center of that particular set of friendships. Yeah, mm-hmm. they need that. We all need that. Um, so anything that we can do to encourage that and to facilitate that for this generation is a big boon. And that's, you know, I've, I've seen that happen, you know, just yeah. with, with people that I've worked with, that, that need for small groups, that need for face-to-face uh, right. communication. And yet, one of the, uh, one of the hallmarks of this generation is uh, the, the social media, the, uh, the, commu- the communication that's not face-to-face. Now, I remember when I graduated high school, I, mean, I could probably count on one hand how many classmates had a cell phone, mm-hmm. um, which was little more than a paperweight. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, but that by the time I graduated college, it was you know, all over the place. Uh, right. and, and so this yeah. generation of millennials, you know, that is something that's normal. So what, what are some of the pros and cons of um, you know, the, you know the, the ways of communicating that we have all around us right now, mm-hmm. uh, the phone, the texting, the, uh, the social media, what are some of the pros and cons for evangelizing uh, with, with those new ways of communicating? Yeah, it, it's a tricky question, and I think you're really right to raise it, because on, one thing that the people in older generations don't quite understand is just how much this has become the normative way of communication for millennials, and especially for, frankly, the generation that's younger than this, it's sometimes called Gen Z. Um, if we opt out of that, we're opting out of communicating with them. 
So there's a certain level where we need to get more comfortable with doing that. Um, on the other hand, the challenge that we older folks have to them, millennials and Gen Z, is like, you know, there are other ways of communicating as well. And a face-to-face communication, in-person communication, when it comes to the spiritual life, is has a higher value um, than social media communication. Social, social media communication is good, but you tend to go deeper and be more vulnerable and go places faster with face-to-face communication, but they're not comfortable with that. So, I mean, that's the challenge that we have is to create spaces where that can become more comfortable and to recognize it as like, you know, we're not dissing social media in and of itself. We really aren't. We're con- it's very convenient. But this is this is worth fighting for. The face-to-face is worth fighting for. And a lot of them don't necessarily see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really need to make the case. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilcom along with Father uh, Will Thompson. And we are speaking with Dr. Susan Winley-Dowse this morning about evangelizing, specifically the millennial generation. And um, I... Myself, I know in my own experience in dealing with my siblings who are all younger than me, I, I just missed the millennial generation by just a couple of years. I'm more of the Oregon Trail uh, <laughs> generation, if you will. But uh, it's a good generation. I know that. Yeah. Uh, even just uh, my own my own younger siblings, I'll sometimes call them, but they'll be more responsive, more immediately responsive if I if I send them a text. That's right. And even some other social media as well. How do we convince, I mean, we've been talking about how, how we make evangelization more personal because it's more effective for this generation, perhaps. How can, how can we encourage that? How can we, in, in a culture where everyone seems to be looking down at their phones constantly, wherever you go? Right, right. Well, I mean, the heart of this is really about friendship, right, and offering Christ through that friendship. So, in as far as the social media is a tool that you use for that, it's all good. I mean, texting is not a bad thing in and of itself. It's very, very convenient. Um, and if that's how you're going to connect someone, I, I wouldn't demand for you know the face-to-face if they're texting you, right? It's mm-hmm. something and it's real. Um, on the other hand, yeah, luring people to the reality of face-to-face, I think, really lures people to the reality of the importance of um, Christian worship, frankly. You know what? We don't worship through a screen, or at least we shouldn't. Um, we do this in community with each other as human beings in a church, right, in the sacrament. And Jesus Christ was incarnate for a reason. <laughs> he didn't just send the message, you know, over the transom line. He became one of us. And as we are, you know, created uh, in the image of God, you know, we're called to do the same thing. We're called for that personal incarnational evangelization. So we really just need to keep stretching at that. But don't diss the texting. Uh, the texting's important, okay? You know, meet people where they are. That's what, that's rule one in evangelization. Meet people where they are, but also lead them to, it's like, how do you best encounter Jesus Christ? Come on, I want to be friends with you. I want you to be in my small group. I want you to be at church with me where we can worship the Lord together. Mm-hmm. No, that's powerful. And, um, you know, I think every generation uh, goes through a transition, probably several transitions throughout their lives where they, yeah. they realize that, okay, people have been raised differently 
than I have. Right. And, you know, we, we always have to change our approach if we're going to be effective. Right. Um, you know, if, if we don't want to be effective, we just can't stay where we're at, right. uh, keep doing the things we've always done. Um, so, you know, as, uh, as we're, you know, probably have a good number of listeners out there that's our adults, parents, uh, um, that uh, have children, grandchildren that are millennials. Uh, what would be some, some nuggets that, that you would give them on, on how to talk about faith and how to help uh, their children, grandchildren grow in their faith? Yeah, you know, one thing that are of the millennial generation. Yeah, one one of the things that I really recommend to people um, who are parents, grandparents of of millennials or younger, and particularly if they've fallen away, if they're not really practicing um, as they should, um, is the book Return by Brandon Vaught. It's a really good book where he basically is writing to these people in particular. It's kind of how do you talk to your kids and your grandkids? Adults are not about returning to the faith. Um, and I think it's brilliant. It's really well done. But some of the things that he suggested is kind of, you know what, don't get defensive. Keep the lines of communication open. For goodness sake, pray for that person. It's important. Um, and sit down and have a heart-to-heart at one time when it's good for both of you. It's like, you know what, I really want to know. I really want to just sit and listen. Why? Why don't you go to church anymore? Because you may not know, right? You may presume that you know, but you may not know. And if you've really set up and prayed for that listening session, at least you're going to know why, right? Mm -hmm. And that's going to give you a way to continue the conversation. Don't fight back at that particular session because you promised you were just going to listen. But it's really important that you do understand why. Um, Because, yeah, often we we presume too much about our own family members, right? So you got to know before you can really act on it. But don't stop praying. Don't stop praying because it can make a big difference. Absolutely. That's the number one thing. Yep. Dr. Susan Willie Dowse with us this morning on Real Presence Live. Thanks so much for being here and being in studio. Thank you. That was great fun. Yeah, from Winona. Thank you so much. Uh, Grab a cup of coffee on your way out. I will. All right.